Welcome to another episode of Sleep Deprived Storytime. I'm Matthew Carlock, and today I'm going to go over another recent event or behavior my kid has done and the stumbling epiphany it's led me to as a parent. I also share what it's like getting a toddler to sleep as I play a recording of one of our bedtime stories that I routinely fall asleep in the middle of telling due to exhaustion. And welcome back to another episode of Sleep Deprived Storytime. Advice for parents comes from everywhere. What you choose to do with it is slightly different. I'm not exactly talking about advice, I guess. I mean, and it does, I'm, while it does come from everywhere, from friends, family, colleagues, randos on the internet, Google, it's what you take in with a grain of salt and choose to do with it. Inspiration, I guess, is a closer term for it. Just how you manage to come up with ideas for parenting. And also, you know, I've talked about this before, making sure that you talk with people around you. Again, you can very much uh, do parenting on your own, but it's always so much nicer when you get fresh eyes, fresh look at certain situations, certain takes. It's really nice to have that camaraderie. It's really nice to be able to hear some other kids' crazy events and be like, yeah, I'm not alone. My kid's not the only one. I mean, if you're friends or family listening to this, then yeah, I've probably already asked you for advice, and thank you for listening. But if you're a random stranger, then it's why you're listening. It's for knowing that you're not just shouting into the void or handling it on your own. For example, we all love hearing different stories about our kids. I'll give you one for me. Uh, a while ago, um, before our uh, before our safety doorknobs are, uh, were fully in place, our kid couldn't really get out of his room. Sometimes he tried to, sometimes he did, and sometimes he could. On one occasion, uh, one of us, I'm not going to say who, one of us left a saline nose spray thing in his room. And he decided that his pillow needed to be cleaned. So did his bed and the walls of his bed. All of that needed to be cleaned. So he just sprayed saline solution everywhere. And slightly, uh, on a different occasion, a couple days later, he got out of his room and got into the bathroom and got into what I thought was a secure cabinet only to take out the air freshener and use it as a spray paint can all over the walls of the bathroom and his room. It smelled like a tropical dumpster fire for like a week. Oh my god. There you go. I mean, it's always fun just to have these stories and to you're like, oh, I will learn from these mistakes. I have a group chat with some friends, uh, and among other things, you know, we talk, we share memes, talk about fun things that happened, uh, because, you know, we're millennials and stuff. But we also talk a lot about our kids. And then I have a, a separate 
just a dudes only chat and like 90% of the stuff we talk about is also our kids and how we're handling in certain situations and things like that I've joined a couple of um, parent groups online and I'm not ashamed to say that I have gotten advice and have joined a parent group based on the actions of a cartoon dog that's right shout out to Bluey and Bandit Bandit and Chili, the parents of a uh, spunky blue healer puppy named Bluey and her sister Bingo. Uh, it's a, just a lovely cartoon. Everything about it is just perfect. And uh, the parents, again, Bandit and Chili, are also great parents. And it's fun to just see how they handle certain situations. that You can relate to them, but also get ideas from them like, I don't know where their patience comes from, but they have a lot of it, and it's amazing. Uh, so yeah, I've I've gotten inspiration, advice from nearly everywhere, and I do get annoyed sometimes when it's unasked for, but I also really kind of don't mind sometimes if it's something that like I've never heard before, and I definitely you know should probably process it a little bit. You know, the epiphany here is just information can come at us from any angle, from wherever, however. Just be open to it. And, you know, that's that's made parenting a lot easier. A lot more fun, too. All right. Until next time, get some sleep. Floaty Legs McGee. Floaty Legs McGee liked to travel in the stars in his outer space pirate ship, going from moon to moon, planet to planet, searching for his treasure. He would come across lots of different aliens, some of them really nice, some of them mean. One day, he made some alien pirates very angry, and he had to take off as fast as he could to get away from them. He would fly in his spaceship down and around asteroid belts, in and out of galaxies and nebulas, trying to outrun the aliens as fast as they could. Floaty Legs Mickey was an excellent pilot. As he was dodging these these alien pirates, they clipped him with their wings, and he went spiraling down onto a planet that he had never seen before. It was filled with forests and overgrown trees. It was swampy. When he landed his spaceship, or crash-landed his spaceship, his little robot friend got out and told him that his plane was very badly damaged and he would have to be there for a long time trying to fix it. 
but he didn't know how long he could stay there because that was the home of the great green sun monster. The great green sun monster lived on that planet alone, walking around, thump, thump, thump. Everywhere the sun monster went, the trees shook and the ground rattled. Well, Floaty Licks McGee did not know about this sump monster, and when he crash landed, he ended up crash landing right in the sump monster's front yard. A little robot friend got out and looked around and sent a report to Floaty Legs McGee saying, you didn't think that this planet was inhabited by quote-unquote intelligent beings, but lots of different primordial life forces, meaning like animal lives. <coughs> that night, Floaty Legs McGee lit a fire so that he may keep warm in that swamp and keep away the darkness where the dark creatures were waiting for him. His little robot friend kept a lookout when suddenly they heard it. Or I guess they felt it. Thump. 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 And his little robot friend gave an alert. Something is coming. Something is coming. Floaty legs, McGee climbed back into his pirate spaceship with his robot friend and they tried to hide from whatever was coming when thump, 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 a big foot crashed down right on top of their fire. Some monster was so large they couldn't even see where its head was. It was so big. But the sump monster let out a howl. Because the fire hurt his foot. And he fell down on his butt with a big crash, shaking floaty legs Mickey and his robot friend in their spaceship. The big sump monster was very injured and started crying. He hurt his foot and he needed someone to help him. But he was the only sub-monster on the entire planet. Floaty Lex McGee felt bad for the sub-monster. He convinced his little robot friend that they should go out and maybe try and help the sub-monster. They saw the burn mark on his foot, and so they gathered some cool mud in their hands and went over to the sub-monster and started rubbing his big ouchy burn mark on his foot with all their mud. The sun monster was still crying and then uh, uh, he felt something tickling his foot. He looked down and he saw the floaty legs McGee and the robot and at first he let out a big roar scaring the space pirate and his robot but then he realized his foot didn't hurt. 
<laughs> he bent down and saw just how much mud and how nice it felt that Floaty Legs Mickey and his robot friend had put all over his owie. The thumb monster was so happy and felt so grateful that someone helped him that he scooped up Floaty Legs Mickey and his robot friend and their space pirate ship and carried them back to his enormous cave. In the cave, it's built into the side of a giant mountain. The sump monster let Floaty Legs McGee wash off his engine and gave him some food and gave him a nice dry warm place to stay for the night. Well, Floaty Legs McGee and his robot friend ended up staying there for quite a long time and they learned how to talk with the sump monster and they basically told him that his ship was fixed and he would like to go but he couldn't get out of their atmosphere you see that planet was so big and so massive to host the sump monster that it needed a lot of force to get out into outer space so the sump monster had an idea he quickly went outside pulled up two gigantic trees and lots of vines wrapped the vines around the trees and created what looked like to the space pirate a big slingshot. Then he put the little space pirate in his ship and his robot friend gave him a big sloppy wet thank you kiss. Put the ship in the slingshot, pulled it back far and let it go. And the spaceship flew right back into outer space, going so fast that Floaty Legs McGee had a hard time getting control of the ship, but he did, and everything worked out perfectly. Wow, that was amazing, I thought Floaty Legs McGee, he was going to try and visit that sump monster as much as he could in the future. The end. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, leave a rating, yada, yada, yada. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at M. that's K-C-O-L-R-A-C-M, or on Twitter at Colrack, K-C-O-L-R-A-C. Thanks. See you next time.